Welcome to Listen to Lance, the podcast about my life on the hustle. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, mixed martial arts, entrepreneurship, and real estate. I am Lance, your host, and let's get this thing started. Hey, how's it going? Welcome, and let's get into it. So I just wanted to talk about a couple of ways to make some cash, make that dough. Uh, I read a book a long time ago by Emerson, and he talked about the law of compensation. So this law basically has three pillars to it. Uh, the first pillar is basically... Uh, the need, right? Supply and demand. The need for what you do. So if you want to get compensated, what is the need that someone's looking for, right? Uh, the second rule or law of this law of compensation is your ability to do it. So can you solve the problem? Can you give them what they need, right? They're looking for a need, you're looking to fill that need, whether it's a service, whether it's a product, uh, etc. And the third principle to this law is the difficulty there will be to replace you. So, number one, you can't really do much about, right? Is there a need for it? There's either a need or there's not. If there's not, start over, try to find something else. If there is a need, then two will take care of three. So your ability to do it will dictate whether it's easy to replace you or not. So three kind of is based upon two. So out of these three laws, you really can only deal with number two. Your choice to do it and your ability to do it. So if you're going to do it, you got to master it, right? Uh, if you take the time to master that, you will be able to make money. So the law of compensation, is there a need? Do you have the ability? And how easily are you replaced? So you don't have to be the best, right? So I was an electrician for a while. I was probably the worst electrician there is. I knew what to do, but I didn't know everything. A lot of guys were a lot better electricians than me. But I showed up every day. I worked super hard every day. I did all of my work. I always was the first one there. I was always the last one to leave. I always went above and beyond. So even though I wasn't the best electrician, I might not have been the fastest, I might not have been the most knowledgeable, but hard work will trump the skill set. So obviously not if you're a doctor or something like that, but in most regards, you can be a little bit less knowledgeable or a little less skillful as long as you're willing to work hard, you're willing to show up, Man, I'll tell you what, in the electrical field, if you just showed up, you were able to keep your job. I would be surprised 
at the people that would get hired. They might work the first week. Second week, they miss Monday. Then they're late on Tuesday. They might show up Wednesday and Thursday, but then they, they're sick on Friday. If you just show up and do your eight hours a day and you work hard and you do the job, most of the time, you're going to be an above average employee. Um, I don't think people want to be just the above average employee. And that's kind of what this podcast is about. Giving you ideas, giving you theories, giving you kind of my uh, view on life and entrepreneurship and how to get to that next level. Um, But yeah, if you show up, if you work hard, you will always succeed. Um, So let's get back to two. Uh, So yeah, so the second law, right? It's your ability to do it. If you give that great customer service, if you give that number one, uh, not number one, but if you give that, give it your all, right? You show up, like I said, you do the work. It's going to be hard to replace you, especially nowadays, man. People don't want to work. So if you're showing up, you're getting that job done, you know, you are your only competition. Uh, You are your own worst enemy. You've heard that before, right? So, you know, show up, do your job. That's your first step to getting some income, getting some savings built up, getting some money put aside to be able to start investing, to be able to start a business. It's hard to start a business, hard to start investing if you got no cash. So, you know, save up, start working hard. Um, You know, you need to have uh, these multiple streams of income. And that's going to kind of get into our second point um, of this podcast today. I want to I want to talk about the law of compensation, which we just kind of talked about, the need for something, the ability to do something, and the difficulty to replace you. You want to make it really hard to replace yourself. Not for you, but for someone else. So let's kind of work now um, into kind of three income earning strategies. There's a lot of income earning strategies, but there's basically three that we can kind of lump everything into. Uh, So let's kind of dig into that a little bit. So these three strategies, um, like I said, the first strategy, you know, this is about what 96% of the people do. Um, So uh, these are basically my three income earning strategies, okay? So like I said, they're strategies. They're not uh, revenue sources. They're more of like an idea of how to get there. Um, and and trust me, you need to learn these. If you don't know these, you need to learn this. Um, and if you have kids, you need to teach your kids this. Um, when you go to school, no one teaches you how to make money, right? Who teaches you how to earn money? No one. They might teach you how to invest money. They might teach you how to store money, count money. But no one teaches you actually how to earn it. Um so you need to teach that finance part to your kids. Um, so like I said, I call these the, uh, the income earning strategies. So I call IS1, all right, income strategy one. Um, like I said, about 96% of the people do this. 
Um, and this is just your basic, uh, as they like to say, J-O-B. Um, I'm trading my time for my money, right? I got a job. I'm going in, doing my eight hours. I get eight hours of pay. And you can get rich this way, I guess. Um, but you never can get away from my time equals my money. Um, and for me, that's not what I wanted to do. I didn't want to have to go anywhere. I didn't want to have to be somewhere in order to make sure I have money for the week or the month or the year or retirement or whatever. Um, oh, I left my refrigerator open. Listen to that. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, sorry. Um, that's I love this. Love this app, Anchor. It uh, it's really convenient. Kind of do it wherever you want. You don't need a studio. You don't need a microphone. You don't need anything. Um, so where were we? So IS1, right? Income strategy one. 96% of the people do this. Um, and like I said, you will run out of time, right? So it's time for money. So uh, this strategy is going to uh, get saturated. You only have so much time to trade for so much money. Uh, and then that's also going to leave where you have no family time, no free time. Um, so anytime you want to make money, you've got to be working. You've got to be somewhere. You got to do that. You can't make money and you can never be free. And my whole thing about entrepreneurship is to not only make a good living, but also have the flexibility and have the time and have the money to be able to enjoy my life, to enjoy my family, right? So I'm not looking to trade my time for my money. Uh, I'm looking for a better strategy, right? So that takes us to investment strategy two, IS2. Um, and this is where about 3% of the people are. Um, you know, it's a good strategy. Basically, you're taking the money that you have uh, from uh, IS1 and you're taking that money and now you are investing that money, right? But if you don't know the proper way to invest, now you're in trouble. You've got all your eggs in one basket, as they say, right? So whether that's stock market, whether that's real estate, whether that's a business, um, you have your money, you have it invested, and you're in one thing, all right? So this is kind of a good strategy if you are the best master of that portfolio, right? You are you know the real estate in and out. You know the investments, the, the stocks, the bonds, whatever it is that you're investing that single strategy with. Again, good strategy, but lacks diversification, right? So, like I said, you're working your day job, you're getting your money, you're investing that money one, one particular way, um, which I don't like. So now, go to IS3, and this is where you get paid, all right? This is where everyone should be looking to find. Uh, this took me a while to figure out. But I figured it out uh, nonetheless, and I'm trying to get paid more and more and more from this strategy. So IS3, Investment Strategy 3. Um, from the research I did, about one out of 100 people do this, um, and that is basically multiple streams of income, 
Okay, not multiple jobs. I'm not going out delivering pizza, driving an Uber, and going to pick up uh, kids at the pool. Um, no, multiple streams of income. So these are these are businesses. These are uh, who knows internet uh, jobs, right? Internet. Maybe I maybe I develop a product. I have um, Best BJJ Drills, which is an internet uh, site that I have. Um, based on Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu techniques, I put out a product. I can make that product one time that sits on the internet, and it can make me money while I sleep. Right, so that's a revenue source. That's an internet-based revenue source. Um, again, these multiple streams of income are not multiple jobs. Like I said, these are one-time uh, avenues that I set up. Obviously, they may, might need maintenance. They may need updating, but for the for the ease of uh, of talking about it, I've invested my time one time. I'm making money constantly off of this, and it's always there, right? Like I said, it may need to tweak it a little bit. May need to update some stuff, but again, it's not time for money. It's not a it's not a job. It's a one-time investment of time and money, and now I'm paying dividends uh, over and over, right? A business. Now, a business can be a job. Um, the gyms that I own are definitely my job at this point. Uh, I have multiple streams of income coming in, but my job, my day-to-day deal is my gyms. So I'm there most of the time, but again, I have flexibility. I can work from home. I can not work at all. I have great business partners that can uh, handle the slack. You know, a year, year and a half ago, I was, I bought a new house. And I basically did the construction of the house. We remodeled the entire interior of the house um, in about a four or five month period. And during that time, my partners kind of took all the all the work. Uh, I showed up, taught some classes, but the day-to-day operations, I basically backed out of. Um, and luckily, I have great partners that can help me do that. Um, I just focused on my house. I got my house where I wanted it, and then I started back to my work. So again, um, businesses, uh, multiple streams of income, right? So I can also invest in other people's businesses as, an, as a uh, silent investor where I'm not doing day-to-day. Uh, I'm just an angel investor, just a silent investor where I'm collecting that check. Maybe I'm on the board. Maybe I'm making decisions um, outside of that. But again, multiple streams of income. Real estate is another great source, right? I could buy a house if I want to pawn it off to a property manager and just pick up my check once a month. You know, that's about as hands off as you can have. Flips. I can invest in flips. Um, stocks, another, um, could be another stream of income, um, dividends and, um, dividends and, and any kind of, uh, compensation that I get outside of, um, you know, the stock, um, capital gains, anything like that. If I'm buying and selling stocks, if I'm buying and selling real estate. So these are all just ways that I can make money while I sleep, and that is going to increase my net worth, right? 
So that, that's kind of the idea that we're always looking to get to these multiple streams of income. And once you get the multiple streams of income, now you have diversity, which is great. You have stability, because if one, you know, that's where diversity, stability, you're going to get kind of be in the same thing. If one sector or one area starts to fall out or you start having trouble in one area, the other areas are still there to kind of protect you. You still have your job a lot of times. Um, again, so, you know, if you're young, take some risks. Put some money on the street. Try to make some income. I was just talking today to a, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Jimmy Brown. He uh, he's stay-at-home dad. He's a investor. He has a 401k that he does as a self-directed 401k, and he loans out money. He so he puts money on the street. Uh, he just told me about a deal he did. The guy needed. Uh, the guy was doing a flip. He had the he had the money for the rehab, but didn't have the money for the down payment. Um, Jimmy told me. Gave the guy $12,000. It was about a year investment. And he ended up getting back $18,000. So he made 50% on his money in a year. You can't beat that. Um, And these are all opportunities that once you start kind of stacking up that cash, you can start doing. Now, when I say we want that diversification, we want first to kind of go back to that IS. Two, um, we want to we be able to start to master those investments and then move to the next one, right? So think of it as a, as a step or a ladder. Investment strategy one, we get our job. We start putting some money aside. We start uh, saving that money up to be able to start our first outside investment. And you can still do multiple streams, right? I could have a internet product. I could have a, a rental house or a side gig. So we're working on those multiple streams, but we want to start um, with a little bit of focus, right? So I don't want to be thinking about, okay, I got st- I got to invest in some stocks. I got to open up a business. I got to um, buy a rental house. I got to get a flip. Um, and all this, right? So we want to we want to focus on one strategy, right? So um, uh, Robert Robert Kiyosaki, um, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Uh, I remember he has a has a um, he has a thing for focus, right? So it's follow one course until success. So whether that's you know start really zoning in on real estate. Um, and then even inside of that real estate bubble, right? We don't want to just uh, look at real estate in general. We want to find that one little one little area of real estate that we really understand where we can start focusing in on and making money, whether that's flipping, whether that's rental houses, uh, wholesaling, um, you know, tax liens, whatever it could be. Um, same with stock market. Are you really into tech? Are you really into blue chips? Are you are you options and calls and puts and you know whatever that is? We want to really have focus in on that area. Lock that area down. Move to your next area. Um, that's how you can start to build wealth 
That's how you can start to build diversity, right? We want diversity overall, but we first have to focus and learn these little areas of our overall portfolio so that we can really have a good understanding of them. Um, you know, you want to, uh, you know, there's, there's a saying, right? There's kind of not really a saying. It's more of like a, a philosophy, right? So there's two philosophies. There's the philosophy of the poor person, right? Nothing wrong with the poor person. They go out, they work, um, but they make poor choices, right? So the philosophy of the poor person, and my dad always says, you want to you wanna, uh, learn how to not make money, look at a poor person and do what they do. Or if you want to know how to make money, look at a poor person and do the opposite of what they do. Right, so um, a person with a poor mentality is gonna spend money and invest what's left. Right? Hey, so we got a thousand dollar check for work. Right? So the poor person, what are they gonna do? They're gonna go out. They're gonna buy the new phone. They're gonna go out to dinner. They're gonna go out and uh, get some new shoes, whatever it is. But they're gonna make poor choices with the money. Right? They probably don't need that watch. They probably don't need that phone. Um, you know, they could probably go with the lower grade cable or internet service. <clears throat> but they got a little money in their pocket. They're going to spend it, right? So they spend their money and invest what's left, right? And most of the time, with that mentality, you spend all your money. You might put a little bit in your savings account. But then you see something shiny and you go buy it anyways. Um, So again, spend your money and invest what's left. Now a person with a rich mentality, um, right? They've they've got goals. They're they're looking at the future. They're looking for investments. They're trying to be smart with their money. They're trying to be frugal. Um, Their mentality or their philosophy is, um, I'm going to invest my money. And spend what's left, right? So instead of spending my money and investing, I'm going to invest my money first and then spend what's left. And most of the time, a person like that is not going to have a lot of extra spending money at first. But it pays off at the end. So you invest your money first. Pay yourself first. You've heard that. Invest your money first and spend what's later and what spend what's left. I mean, so just two different philosophies or two different mentalities. Um, I obviously go with the second mentality. I like to invest my money first. I like to spend what's left. Um, you know, perfect example of that we're looking to do some new outside uh, siding for our house. It's Probably going to be about twenty five, thirty thousand dollars for the new siding and gutters. Um, I'm going to put on the hardy board. We have uh, like cedar shakes right now. We want to change the look of the house. Um, like I said, we remodeled the house a year ago, but that was all interior. So now we want to work on the exterior. My wife's done a really great job landscaping. The yard looks amazing, um, but the house is a little rough looking. Not really, but. Um, it is to her so um 
you know, like I said, that's $30,000. So my mentality is, man, $30,000, I can go buy another rental house and I can take that money and use that to pay for the siding. But sometimes you can't do that. So I will probably end up spending my money first and investing what's left, which is sad to me. But sometimes you have to do that to make the wife happy. Um, so just quick kind of a story about my life, how um, my thought versus my wife's thought. Um, you know, she's very frugal. She's very good with money, um, but she's not an investor. She she likes to save money, um, but she doesn't have that entrepreneurial spirit. She doesn't have that investor spirit. Um, so she kind of just goes along with what I think is best because um, I have much more of that entrepreneurial kind of invest and a little risky and stuff like that. But so just kind of think about it. spend your money, invest what's left or invest your money and spend what's left. I think that's a good place to kind of end um, in general. You know, you just want to you want to think about those uh, laws of compensation. Again, uh, first one's need. Is there a need for what you do? Um, the second one's the ability, your ability to do it. And the third is, you know, how easy is it for someone or how difficult is it for someone to replace you? You know, take pride in ownership, take pride in your job, work hard, master it if you can. And the other two will fall in place, right? There will either be a need for the, what you do or there won't. And if you work hard, it's difficult to replace you. And then as far as the... um Kind of the second part of that was the income earning strategy, right? Um, IS1, IS2, IS3. So IS1, uh, just a quick recap, is time for money, right? Trade that time for money, which we do not want to do anymore. Um, IS2, good investing, right? Just invest in single thing, hope Hope your 401k does good and you'll be fine when you retire. Um, good strategy in a way, but in a way it's uh, it's not going to get you rich. Um, and then IS3 is where we want to go. Multiple streams of income, whether that be internet, real estate, um, loans, uh, stocks, bonds, etc. So stay strong. Always on the hustle. Keep an eye out, and remember, invest your money and spend what's left. All right, I will talk to you soon. Oh, snap, I almost forgot. We didn't do joke of the day. Alexa, tell me a joke. What do you call a hobbit wearing a gold chain? Lord of the blings. Oh, snap. I like that. What do you call a hobbit wearing a gold chain? Lord of the bling. All right, cool. That was a decent joke. Thanks, Alexa. Um, all right, now we out. Hey, thank you for listening to Listen to Lance. 
my life on the hustle. So again, just talking about BJJ, business, real estate, uh, all my passions. So thanks again for listening. Please make sure you subscribe. And if you have a question, make sure you send it out. I love questions and I will love to add your question to the next show. So please send in a question, message, or email, text, whatever you got. I will make sure to get it into the next episode. Thanks again, and please pass the word if your friends are into BJJ or business. I've got something to say.